0: Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to Thursday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. In case you haven't been out to Bauble Drive near Buckingham Fountain yet, the NASCAR street race course is shaping up. Track construction is well underway and the reserved grandstands and track barriers in Grant Park are complete. The next steps for work crews are to complete the remaining barrier walls and fences and to build pedestrian bridges over the track that will connect seating areas to the concert space in Hutchinson Field. Because of the track's unique shape, video boards will be installed throughout the course so fans can see all the action. Chicago Street Race President Julie Giese says construction should last right up to the race weekend. We're really happy about uh, how everything is going, really excited. Uh, The momentum is building uh, and just look forward to the opportunity to showcase Chicago and NASCAR here in 10 days. Yes, it's exciting for some, but then there are the road closures, which are affecting traffic downtown and at O'Hare Airport. Concession workers at O'Hare are worried that severe understaffing could impact travelers coming to Chicago for the race weekend. My colleague Claudia Morrell is reporting on this, and she spoke to Mariah Dunnigan, who works at BJ's Market. It's one of the several airport concessions managed by the company HMS Host. She and dozens of other concessionaires spoke to City Hall yesterday ahead of the monthly city council meeting, and they wanted to make everybody aware of the staffing shortages gives me a feeling of a like a bottled up anxiety feeling like you know you worry like am I going to get a in customer Is they it going to be disrespectful dunnigan says it's come to the point where they'll only have one worker on duty even during peak hours dunnigan's union says 75 percent of concessionaires who responded to an internal survey reported that they already felt understaffed during memorial day weekend The qualifying rounds for NASCAR begin Saturday, July 1st. The main event will be the following day. And of course, the 4th of July is going to be right around the corner. Police in schools is an issue that has come up over and over again in the last few years as we deal with an evolving gun violence issue in America. Now, the Chicago Board of Education might actually approve a $10.3 million contract that would station police officers at schools in the city. And despite opposing this during his campaign for mayor, this time, Brandon Johnson doesn't plan to stand in the way. My colleague Sarah Karp is reporting that elected local school councils, or LSCs, have had purview over the police decision since 2019, And Johnson says LSCs should continue to decide. Elizabeth Todd Breland is a member of the Chicago Board of Ed, and she noted that allowing LSCs to decide has resulted in a racial disparity. Two-thirds of schools with cops are majority Black. So we are disproportionately policing Black children in schools. This year, only two LSCs voted to remove officers. If the contract is approved, 39 high schools will continue to have at least one. Leaders in Cook County held a budget briefing with reporters yesterday and revealed some good news for Cook County residents. There will likely be no new taxes, fees, or hikes of any kind next year. My colleague Kristen Schorsch is reporting that the county expects a nearly $86 million budget gap next year, but it plans to tighten the belt instead of asking taxpayers to fill the gap. Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle says the deficit is one of the smallest in the last decade. I'm a history teacher, so I am uh, deeply indebted to the good people who know numbers. You know, we've made hard decisions along the way. Park Winkle will spend the next several months negotiating next year's budget with elected and appointed officials. She says one of her biggest challenges is hiring. There are about 4,000 vacant county jobs right now. And before we get to the weather, a few quick hits. You may have heard about that hit and run collision a couple nights ago before the White Sox Rangers game. It was near the guaranteed rate field in Bridgeport on the south side. A driver struck at least four people in a crowd outside the stadium. And then there was a police chase on the Dan Ryan Expressway. Police say eight people were hospitalized. Now, one person who witnessed the incident is calling on the Sox and the city to close off 35th Street on game days, according to Black Club Chicago. The alder person in the 11th Ward, Nicole Lee, says she plans to talk to officials about it. And the Cubs are playing a couple games in London this weekend. They'll take on the Cardinals on Saturday and Sunday. So far, the Cubs have won 10 of their last 12 games. A few updates from the Chicago City Council meeting yesterday. Attorney Annette Guzman has been confirmed as the city's new budget director. She's the first of Mayor Brandon Johnson's cabinet officials to be confirmed, and she'll oversee the city's $16 billion budget, which is bogged down by a growing pension payment. Guzman comes from Cook County government, where she served as budget director for three years. And that building in the West Loop that used to be the home of the Warehouse Dance Club will now officially be a historical landmark. The city council voted to extend the designation to the nightclub, which is credited as the birthplace of house music. Legendary DJs like Frankie Knuckles played at the club in the late 70s and early 80s. As for the weather, it's already hot out there. Mostly sunny today with a high of 75 near the lake, around 80 in the rest of the city. There's also another air quality alert in effect until midnight for the Chicago area, southeast Wisconsin, and northwest Indiana. The Illinois Environmental Protection Agency is warning that ozone and particulate levels are unhealthy for sensitive groups and that young kids and people with heart and lung conditions should limit their activities outside. Be careful, y'all. And that's it for the rundown today. Thank you for listening. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow.